often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. How happy are you with your flow? Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. How are you doing, sis? How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? Me, I've been well. Um, I got my garden together, finally, for the season, and I'm so excited to see what comes of it. I noticed a couple of bunnies trying to creep on my um, garden today, so which I didn't have last year. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled and see what happens. Um, but yeah, I am just planning to be very intentional about being slow and slowing down the summer and really making joy and stillness a priority because I don't know, that's just what I'm, my spirit is telling me I need to do. Anyway, today's episode kicks off our reproductive health series and we're kicking it off with the incomparable Nicole Kane. Many of you may know Nicole as a successful former celebrity blogger of Nicole Bitchy and media mogul of Exo Nicole. However, similar to most women, she spent years overworking, skipping meals, and forgetting to prioritize self-care while hustling her way to success in an unhealthy way. And her periods were debilitating. She didn't know that at the time that our menstrual cycle is a fifth vital sign that can be considered a monthly report card for our overall health. Her period was showing her signs that she was not in good health. She was dehydrated, had gut imbalances, severe vitamin deficiencies, and her hormones were out of whack. But ignored all the signs because she grew up believing that periods were supposed to be painful. Sound familiar? It does for me. (laughs) So honestly, this episode, she pretty much gave a masterclass on hormonal health. Um, She talked about gut health. She touched on, of course, reproductive health. She touched on even giving options for those of us who may be uninsured, who are seeking ways to get blood tests and which blood tests to pretty much ask for. The conversation was so rich. She is so full of heart and so truly led by her passion, which is to improve outcomes for black women. She um, gave a ton of information. So what I did is I put a bunch of resources that she mentioned down below in the show notes that are just links to different things that you may want to read up on. So please visit the show notes or visit my website at bewellsis.com and you will find the show notes that have all the links of everything that we talked about in this episode. Trust me, it is chock full of knowledge and things that we all should know, but unfortunately were not taught in schools, even medical school. We barely scratch the surface. Um, But these are all things that we need to know in order for us to live optimal lives. At this point, I am rambling, so let's hop into the conversation. But before we do, please leave us a rating and a review if you find anything in this episode in the least bit useful or entertaining leave us a rating and a review. And also more importantly, please share this episode with one of your friends or family member because the information here can truly change someone's life. So with all that being said, thank you so, so much for joining. I am so, so glad you're here. Be well, sis. All right. So I have the 
pain-free period goddess herself with us today, Nicole Kane, who is the founder and CEO of My Happy Flow. Um, you may know her from other ventures, but right now she is focusing on her new baby, which is My Happy Flow, and I'm super, super excited to talk to you. How are you, Nicole? I'm doing good. I had a long day. I'm still kind of working in media, and so um, I've been filming video series and things today. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And I caught you at the tail end of the day too. So I, I won't be long. I yeah. promise. Oh no, no, this is, <laughs> but I love, you know, I, I can talk about this passionately all day. It's, yeah. it's just a huge passion of mine. So it's a refreshing transition. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I actually want to just jump right into it. So what made you decide to enter this space and talking about reproductive and menstrual health? Because I know you from something else, you know, being mm-hmm. first Nicole Bitchy, then yeah. um, XO Nicole and all the great work that you've done there. So what made you pivot into this space? Um, well, it's very interesting because, you know, of course, people know me as a gossip blogger. Like I'm going to embrace that. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> of being a gossip blogger, um, followed by a media mogul, because then I started Exo Nicole. But during my time, I transitioned out of gossip blogging. Um, I was around the age of 35. And at the time, people knew, like, this big life I lived, but they didn't know behind the scenes that, like, I had lost my parents. Um, my mom had passed at the age of 41, and my father at the uh, age of 42. And the year I left my gossip blog, I was 35. So in my mind, I kept thinking about how close I was getting to the ages they passed. Um, Did I want to spend the rest of my life uh, blogging about celebrities, being a spectator to everybody else's lives? Um, And I just started thinking about purpose and intention so much more. So during that time, I went to Arizona for two and a half years. And out there, I went through this whole healing journey. But I went looking for answers too, like I, I'm not going to accept that just because my parents died young, that that's going to be my fate. I'm not going to accept that just because my mom had breast cancer, I'm going to get breast cancer. So I'm like, how can I make sure I don't get these things? And um, the wake up call was I went to a holistic doctor at 35 and I was severely deficient in every nutrient out there (laughs) and very dehydrated, still in the Nicole bitchy days. And she said, if you keep this up, you know, you'll have the same fate. So that changed my life. I went home, I read a book called You Are What You Eat. And this doctor was literally, people would come to her on their deathbed and she would heal them them through whole foods and vitamins. Like these people were like dying and they would be healed through within weeks through just whole foods and vitamins. And so I got into studying vitamins, holistic health. Um, and all the things got into fitness, of course. And during that time, I came across I3C, Endo3, Carbonyl, which is, um, it's been studied tremendously through NIH and other um, studies around breast cancer. Like it's a natural, um, you can you can find it in broccoli, kale, um, cauliflower, et cetera. You just would have to eat a tremendous amount to get what you would get out of a supplement. Gotcha. And So I'm like, well, shoot, I'm going to start taking I3C because I'm trying not to get breast cancer. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And so the same with them. Um, And I started studying estrogen because I realized those were kind of, they weren't estrogen blockers, 
they just helped um, balance the estrogen in the body. And that's when I found out that high in, having higher levels of estrogen is what can cause breast cancer tumors, which what um, it can also cause fibroid growth. It can also cause endometriosis, you know, and all these different things if you don't have those levels balanced with progesterone. So that's how I got into the space, really studying estrogen and its role. And, um, and people say, well, what does this have to do with menstrual cycles? Well, what, what happens is normally your menstrual cycle is a sign of what's going on inside your body. And so we weren't taught that periods aren't supposed to be painful. So it's the first time that you get that you may be at high risk or you have some type of hormonal imbalance or inflammation. And um, that's how I got into menstrual cycles. Even though my passion is hormones and learning about estrogen, I know the pain point in our community is these heavy periods with painful periods. And so that's how I got into hormone health and my happy flow. I wanted to launch a vitamin that I, at the time I would, would tell, you know, lead women to all these different vitamins, <laughs> damn, I through C, get your vitamin D, get your magnesium, get your zinc. Yep. And I was like, sis, you gonna have to condense this. <laughs> You're going to have to make it <laughs> not only for yourself, but other women that look like you that are busy. They don't have time to be trying to figure out what vitamins to take. Um, and you know, the nutrition and stuff. And so that's how my happy flow was born. <laughs> And I have to thank you for putting me on to um, DIM because you tweeted maybe a year or two ago about DIM. So I'm like, well, let mm -hmm. me do my research because I <laughs> suffered from painful periods forever and fibroids. So I'm like, let me get to studying about this. I'm like, well, you know what? After I did my research, I went to Whole Foods and got up, a, picked up a quality, you know, brand yep. of DIM and it has made a difference. So oh, thank you for that. It's night and day. It's <laughs> night I think the first time, because I actually was taking it for a reason that was not for my period. Mm -hmm. At the time I was a bodybuilder and gotcha. I would be like, sometimes I, I wonder whether I should tell this story, but it is what it is. I was a bodybuilder and, you know, sometimes the women, uh, the coaches are prescribed like women of color, um, not prescribed because they ain't doctors, but sometimes they'll, you know, have their, um, competitors take this estrogen blocker called Novadex. And when I Googled it, um, when I heard about it and then Googled it, it was a drug that's normally given to breast cancer patient, patients mm -hmm. when it, so that the breast cancer doesn't come back, you know, mm -hmm. to reduce. So that's when I got the research in about like, why would they block estrogen for breast cancer? So that's how it all came together for me. Wow. And then I wanted a holistic version of that. And DIM was like the closest thing. It wasn't like blocking the estrogen, but it was actually, you know, lowering the estrogen in the body. And so, um, or balancing it rather. So at the time I was just trying to drop more weight in my bottom half. Cause that's gotcha. the, the hardest to go. And I was taking DIM, but my first month on DIM, my period snuck up on me and it was no cramping, no clotting. No. I flipped out. Like I thought that I had lived my whole life a lie. Right, right. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. Like, and I think, I mean, I was in such shock because I didn't know that you can, it was possible to have a period 
that wasn't painful or uncomfortable. Um, and I think that's a lot of uh, my Happy Flow users. I, I love to see them go through that. Like when they purchase, they're skeptical because of course they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. They've never experienced what it's like to not have a cramp and to have them experience that first period with no cramps or, you know, little to no cramps, no migraine or no, even the mood swing thing, yeah. you know, yeah. more energy yeah. being, and I want to just say her period sometimes can run our life. I mean, yes. there's yes. people that are getting passed up for promotions yep. because they're calling out so often, yep. you know, it, it affects mental health. It affects your intimacy. Yep. And so for me, it's about helping women, especially black women take their lives back. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's literally life-changing. Like you said, um, it comes once a month, but like, it's a week and the, usually for me, I would have like PMS <laughs> before then I yeah, have the it, luteal phase, you know, and then after it's like another, it's like, okay. So really like at least two weeks of my life are are affected every single month. So yeah, this is life. And that's a lot of life. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of life, mm -hmm. you know, and then have to uh, maybe schedule vacations around that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so aside from taking supplements like My Happy Flow, what are some habits that we can instill for better periods? Because I know for me, I wasn't taught anything really, yeah. you know, just clean up and that's it. So what are some, yeah. some thoughts on that? Girl, they give you a pad and tampon and send you on your way. When you Listen, first come on your <laughs> I was 11, traumatized, stressed out. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and can you imagine that's our first entryway into like womanhood, you mm -hmm. know, um, for I would say like for me, when my period, I haven't had an uncomfortable period in a long time. <laughs> Trust me, girl, once <laughs> I got on the bandwagon, I ain't getting up. Right. But, um, but definitely nutrition and diet, especially getting fiber rich foods and uh, green veggies. Um, I always, I try to start my day several times a week. I won't say I do it daily with oats um, just because of the fiber content. Um, because it's very important to be using, like your gut health is tied very closely to your hormone health. So I noticed there are people that comment under our Instagram that they don't, you know, they don't go to the bathroom often. It might like four or five days might go by. And that's not, that's not normal. Yeah. You, you're supposed to be going actually daily. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, if you really, got your gut going sometimes you're going after every meal like a baby <laughs> so I'm trying to get there lord because that's how I'm in the street <laughs> and you know what I think a lot of that is water consumption as well yep you know what I mean like a lot of people are starting their days straight off with coffee then they're yep. going straight to maybe soda juice yep. um water intake is very important um I think when you're having painful periods that's a, a sign of not on outside of hormonal imbalance inflammatory foods. So you got your processed foods, fast foods, um, foods that are high in sugar, like these things, it, your body is literally telling you, girl, I don't like it. Right. Especially, let me tell you the biggest culprit in a painful period, coffee. It's a big, it's such don't a big culprit. Don't. Don't. <laughs> it's such a big culprit that 
sometimes my happy flow like sis I'm trying to help you but you drinking this hot coffee every day so I notice every time a customer might write in and say hey I'm still feeling a little discomfort every time I pinpoint what's in their diet that may be causing it it always traces back to coffee in the moment they said I'm gonna try to at least omit coffee the week leading up in the week of because that's the luteal phase um there they come back and said it was night and day oh man (laughs) i'm gonna have to slowly phase out coffee Uh, or if not like i said reducing it um you know we have four phases of the menstrual cycle and the phase right before um the week of your period is the luteal phase and that's that's the most important week where i'm like if you're gonna if you're going to do like, do right, do right that week. Okay. <laughs> so that's okay. the week where I'm like, you know, maybe just reduce if you can't take coffee out altogether, maybe just reduce it that week leading up in the week, you know, those, those first few days of your period. Um, I think it's like night and day difference. Yeah. And, and that's manageable for somebody who is um, used to having coffee, like one week yeah, off to start absolutely. is manageable. Yeah. yeah. And there's other things like, I think uh, my, I, I tried my, is it matcha? Maca matcha, I tried. Time? I can't get into it. It's bitter or something. <laughs> I tried too. I really did. I think I'm going to revisit it because it has benefits. Yeah. It has health benefits, but. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have like, you know, your, uh, green teas and mm-hmm. those type of things that even if they do have caffeine they have such a lower quantity than coffee so that you know definitely um like salmon and um because that has a lot of b12s that, um in it but yeah a lot of fiber rich food green veggies um you i i try to stay away from red meats and dairy because they have the added hormones a lot of times and yeah. of course that just adds to the estrogen levels. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of us have been transitioning off of birth control. So many of us were put on birth control, not even for contraceptive purposes, but because we had painful periods at a young age, yes. right? Yeah. And now that we're trying to learn a little bit more, we're like, all right, well, let's do something different. So what are your thoughts around people who are trying to transition <laughs> off of birth control go um, the more natural route? So some tips for a smooth transition. Oh my God. First, I don't know if you know, I did a post on birth control that went viral. Um, it's on my Instagram. And I basically reposted this girl's uh, tweet because she said a generation of women have been put on birth control at the age of 14 for uh, painful periods and acne, and now that that same generation has PCOS, fibroids, infertility, depression, and so I have reposted that, and I said, here are the facts on birth control, and I listed all the facts. I didn't put my opinion on birth control. I just did the facts, and so many women were just like, what? I never knew any of this stuff. Like, they didn't know that uh, your period on birth control, especially hor- uh, hormonal birth control, um, isn't a real period especially if you're on like birth control pills, which a lot of people have transitioned off of that. But, you know, the bleed that you had was a withdrawal bleed caused by the Playbo week of pills. A lot of women did not know that. And they thought they had like the birth control actually regulated their period all that time. They didn't know that the birth control had prevented ovulation. So can you imagine when you're on it for over 10 to 15 years and your body, your body is one 
afterwards your body is wondering how in the world to right. like right. how do i how do i start this car up yep. it's like having a car sitting out in the yard for 15 years right and then expect her to start up and just be roaming down the like now you want me to produce a baby now <laughs> like, right right after just years trying of to figure out what's mm-hmm. right and so just the uh, the nutrients that birth control depletes, you know, mm-hmm. m- most of the B vitamins, zinc, magnesium, um, vitamin A, I think it's C and E, uh, selenium, folate. Um, and there is a form, there's a lot of controversy around the part where I said there's a form of PCOS called pill induced or post pill PCOS. There is a form of PCOS that is called post pill PCOS. So, um, I I didn't know it was going to get the buzz it did. I, I've been scared to post on my timeline since because I, it had got shared. Some, it got shared over 10,000 times. You know how you see the little arrow on Instagram yeah. yep. and it show you how many. And I was like, wow. Um, but I say all that to say that um, I, a lot of our customers are coming to us to because they're scared to come off of birth control because they're scared of what their natural hormones Um are going to do? Yeah. Am I going to have painful periods again and stuff? And from what I've seen, they've had a smooth transition off. So of course I'm going to plug my happy <laughs> flow for that. But I will say the key is whether it's my happy flow or other supplements is to replenish the new nutrients that your, your birth control was depleting. So knowing that it, it was depleting the B vitamins, the selenium, the folate, the magnesium, the zinc, et cetera, make sure to get a good multivitamin or, or buy, you know, them separately and replenish those nutrients as well as through whole foods as well. Um, I'm just a big supplement person only because I do feel like you should be getting these nutrients through your diet, but it's such a process in this world we live in now. Yeah. Everybody's so busy yeah. and like, it's odd. It's not odd, but it's uncommon. It's, it's, it's common for me to talk to someone and they're only eating one or two times a day. Right. You know, right. You know, it's like, yeah. is three meals even possible? Like, right. You know? right. 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 <laughs> I saw someone tweet that. He said, <laughs> he said, how are y'all eating three meals a day? Like, I'm right. trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was just like, they need to rewrite these rules because it don't seem possible. So, and knowing that we're probably not, no matter how healthy we eat, getting the nutrients our body really needs to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I enjoy vitamins and supplementation as well. But um, that's one thing I would say, replenish those nutrients as you're coming off. Um, and also the diet, you know, trying to minimize the processed foods or anything inflammatory. The big thing is just to focus on the hormone health, because that's the big thing. Like your hormones have been suppressed for so long, your natural ones. Yeah. And you want them to come back to a thriving environment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they like, honey, I'm home, but can I roll up in here? Like, <laughs> is like hello. Safe? Right. <laughs> right. Like, what is looking like in here? So you want to provide a, a happy home for your hormones as that your natural production of your hormones starts coming back. It's the top of the year, and many of us have recommitted to taking better care of our bodies. And if you're with me, let me enlist you in on the cheat code. 
Athletic Greens. In order to ensure that I was giving my body the proper vitamins and nutrients, I used to take a handful of assortments of big old capsules. Child, I'm talking at least five to six separate pills each and every day. And if I was in a rush, I'd skip them all together because I didn't have the time. However, one tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 minerals, vitamins, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in my diet, increase my energy and focus, aid with my digestion, and support a healthy immune system without the need to take multiple products or pills. I've made my routine so much simpler while ensuring that I give my body what it needs. So join me. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Yes, a free year supply of high quality vitamin D to help ward off the winter blues, upregulate your immune system, and so much more when you redeem your offer at athleticgreens.com slash be well sis. And, and I'm going to echo what you just said about the, the supplements. It's super important to take supplements because even if you do eat, you know, a whole diet with, with whole foods and everything, I was reading articles that said that um, the soil in the U.S. is mm-hmm. so depleted of nutrients because of over farming that yes. our foods don't have what they used to have. So the foods that we're eating now are not what our parents ate back in the day. They have yes. very little vitamin <laughs> and mineral content. So yes, take those vitamins, please, and minerals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to be honest, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I didn't. I just stopped eating out like last week. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do it anymore because what it was doing for my body is yeah. just, and yeah. I thought about it and I was like, you weren't eating out as frequently like three years ago, but I realized now, especially post-pandemic, to order out is so much easier yep. than it used to be. Yep. It used to, you used to have to call a restaurant. Do you got delivery? Yep. And then, you know, now it's like seamless and yep. it's an array of choices. And so more people are finding themselves eating, we're eating out way more than like our grandparents who oh, lived sure. to see a hundred, yeah. who lived to see 103 because yep. they were farming, they were growing their produce out yep. back and drinking from the well. And yep. so even knowing like how different our food is now than what it was 30, 40, 50 years ago, that supplementation is so important. Just seeing, you know, and I, I advocate for, I I know a lot of people can't get, I got insurance y'all. Like I go into interviews knowing that I'm privileged mm-hmm. <laughs> to have insurance mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't. You're, you mm-hmm. have a lot of entrepreneurs, you got a lot of creatives and they're trying to make it. And so right now, some people, a lot of people don't have insurance. Yeah. And because of that lack of insurance, they're getting brushed off by healthcare providers when they do have the pain or yeah. whatever may be developing, you know, um, or it's a whole thing I was about to get into, but I'm just going to say, um, I do get my blood work annually because, and, and I think I'm obsessive about it because of course I have parents that passed so early. And I know if they were doing the daily check, not the daily, but the annual checkups and yeah. things, we would have caught these conditions yeah. when they were healable you know my mom had to go through chemo three times before she said okay I give up and she chose to pass because she just did not want to go through another chemo or radiotherapy it was just too much for her 
Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I make sure I'm checking in on my vitamin levels every year, maybe twice a year for that, but also, um, you know, my liver, my kidneys, um, my hormones. And it, these days you got to beg a doctor for a hormone test. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> um, but if you go in there knowing what test to ask for, you know, like I had to literally tell this lady because she asked me, why do you want a hormone test? Like your periods are normal. And I'm thinking, but you never even asked me if my periods were normal. What do you wow. mean? Wow. <laughs> and I remember getting so fired up because I knew what to ask her for and what I wanted tested. But I was just thinking, this is what normal women yeah. go through yep. when they go to the doctor, they may be dealing with symptoms or pain. Mm -hmm. um, and just because I might not have had any symptoms, I think she felt like why even test, but I want to be sure. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Um, a lot of the times we wait until like, it's an emergency situation before we oh, go girl. and see our health provider. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so, so happy you said that. I think at least once a year, I talk a lot about self-care. Self-care is just your routine stuff. Go get a checkup, go get a physical, your blood work, get your teeth clean. Like all that stuff really matters. And I'm Absolutely. so happy you brought that up. Yep. Super Absolutely. Important. And I will say, because um, who knows where I would have been if I didn't go to the doctor that once the holistic doctor I told you about. And the reason why I went I didn't even know she was a holistic doctor, but my period disappeared for about three months or so. And I was like, you know what? Let me go to the doctor, see what the heck is going on. And I was going down a path that was not healthy. Like, like I said, severely dehydrated. I barely, now I drink water. I shouldn't be showing you water bottles because guys, water bottles is not <laughs> good for our hormones, especially, you know, if they've been sitting around, they give off, BP, you know, a chemical BPA, um, even your Tupperware, if you're yes. heating things up in the microwave. Um, so I, this is, I'm trying, God, I'm trying, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was I about to say? Um, cause I was severely dehydrated and those type of things. And if you're dehydrated, you're probably constipated. Think yeah. about it. Um, is, you know, the thing, the, all the, you're, your food isn't probably processed in the way it should. And it's just a whole, it's a trickle effect. Yes. Um, but I say that to say, um, I, there's a site I found um, and it's for people, if you don't have insurance, they still will send, uh, they will request blood work for you through Quest Diagnosis. And it's called Jason's Health. Oh, and wow. when you first log on, yeah, it's called Jason Health. When you first log on, it'll ask you questions like, what are your concerns? Is it you just want like a daily, like you want an annual physical or is it more, you know, you want to check your thyroid, your hormones. And then once you tell them, then they'll kind of give you choices. Like, do you want like exams that a good uh, primary care doctor would have sent in for you? Do you want this? And I mean, it's so inexpensive. Wow. Like, I mean, when I said you'll probably pay over a hundred dollars for yeah. some of these tests. So if you at least want to get like vitamin levels checked or mm -hmm. some hormones or thyroid preliminary, and if something looks off, then you can go, you know, mm -hmm. find it. And this is for like, I'm talking about, this is for everyone, but especially if you don't have insurance and you're 
the lack yes. of insurance has been preventing you from going to a doctor, at least get those tests. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's that's major. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I really hate that we have to like we're having the conversation about if you are insured or not. Like this Man, is yeah. what is wrong with this country? It's oh my gosh. Uh, but free health care for all. But I mean, is. and it's it's so crazy because with women of color, it's so sad that um, first of all, you have to think uh you know when we were and I'm not sure how old you were but when we were <laughs> teens we didn't have any other option but birth control right. there wasn't no holistic option what right. are you talking about you yeah. know yeah. um and we didn't know anything about our menstrual cycles and we didn't know anything about hormones mm -hmm. and we didn't know what the heck fibroids were yep like I feel like fibroid awareness just started maybe a few years ago. So a lot of Black women, they talk to their parents or their grandparents, especially the, the women in their family, and they learn that there's a history, a hysterectomy. And what mm -hmm. I feel probably happened was the doctor would tell our parents or grandparents, you have these tumors on your uterus. Now, when you hear that, it sounds like, and if they say you have to get your uterus taken out, you're going to believe that sounds yeah. like I need to get this thing taken out. And then we learned years later, fibroids with the right diet can shrink. You learned that fibroids, you know, less than 1% or 1% of fibroids are cancerous, I believe. Um, but the way this info was presented before we started to learn more about what fibroids were, was that it was almost like you got to get your uterus taken out there's no and, and the stat is about 90 percent of hysterectomies are unnecessary yeah like when i see the that yeah. when you google that and it says they're unnecessary it that's heartbreaking yeah so it's time for us to stop the cycle it's time for us to break the cycle and that's going to happen through education through mm -hmm. us talking more about our periods through us talking more about our fibroids, um, our menstrual, you know, health to other women and sharing the knowledge and, and talking to our the, the women in our family, you yes. know? Yep. And, and I'm happy that you mentioned that too, because I feel like the past few years, we've been talking more in general. I don't know if it's because of the internet, Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. yep. And I think because of that, I, I'm seeing like a shift in our consciousness as like a group, right? We're looking Absolutely. for different options, you know, like we're looking for my happy flow. We're looking for different ways to take care of these issues. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm so happy that it's happening now and that next generation won't have to suffer the way, Absolutely. you know, ours and the ones that came before us did. You know what? I just want to say I'm so blessed that God called me to do this. Sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm so happy. Oh, because it means so much to me. Um, I've just, you know, everything I've done, I feel has been catered to black women. But over the years, especially running Exo Nicole and just hearing so many stories and at the time, we used to post a lot of personal stories from women. And I noticed they were all kind of like fibroid related, PCOS, you know, uh, pain, 
period pain, endometriosis. And I'm just like, what is going on like right now? And then, you know, before I uh, launched my happy flow, um, we launched a period survey. So, so far over 1800 women have filled it out, but just reading, first of all, at least out of that 1800, like 90% or more describe their periods as disruptive to their lives and painful. And then when you read the column and they're really going into detail and how it affects their intimacy, how they have to call out of work. Um, it, and it's just, we have such a toxic relationship with our periods and it's because we don't know our periods. You know what I mean? And how can you know your period when your doctor has put you on birth control right when you started your period. So you haven't even had a chance to learn your body, yep. how it responds to things. Yeah. And I think it, it's, it's, it's crazy because I have such a great relationship with my period now. Like I hate to, I don't want to brag about it, but it's to the point where sis don't come down unless some kind of like, she knows I'm in a place where she's not going to embarrass me. So wow. like on a toilet or something. <laughs> wow, y'all really normally, have a good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> normally when I start my period, I'm already on the toilet and I don't even know, like I've gotten up, I've turned to flush it and I'm like, oh, there's red in the toilet. Wow. And it's a, it shocks and surprises me each time. Um, but it's, again, I had to learn my period and I learned it through seeing what food she she likes. I'm going to call her she. We're going to call her she. <laughs> I, I saw what food she liked and what she didn't like. You know, I I started wearing a period underwear. Mm -hmm. um, so I could really, and I said one day I was going to try a menstrual cup. I'm not there yet. I, 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 I'm I really... trying to get there. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Just the removing it part is what scares Ooh. me. It's, 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 it's me pit. just putting it in there and then what like so <laughs> I, I'm not there yet but you know I was a tampon wearer for a long time I know a lot of black women don't wear tampons um and that didn't allow me to really see my flow and is it is it a healthy flow how how much of a flow is it is it yeah. is it like three three to four teaspoons right. tablespoons each period or is it like it didn't allow me to really see what my period was doing or my body was doing. And so now I'm on period undies. Um, and I take my period as a time to really care for myself. I give myself grace. If I want the chocolate, I get the chocolate. Um, and I, and it's really, it's become a really sacred part of my month. And like, that's so different than what we were taught to believe. Um, and it took me 40 years to get here. Like I knew nothing about my period or my body beforehand, but I have a greater appreciation for my body and what my period means monthly. Like it's almost like a monthly report card into your overall health. Ooh, um, I love that. Yeah. Like it's so it's giving you a grade depending on how we've been treating her and how we've been eating and all the things leading up to that week of, yeah. um, and so, and I don't know if you know, but they even classified um, your period as a fifth vital sign. So just like when you go to the doctor and they take your heart rate or your blood pressure, that's why, you know, most of the time they're asking about your period. Because <laughs> they're like, when the last time that you said it was three months ago, they're like, sis, are you either Hello. pregnant or there's something else coming up, going right. on? So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I really, I really appreciate um, the relationship I have with my period. And I hope through the work that my happy flow is going doing as we grow mm-hmm. to get women to uh, fall in love with their period. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, if you haven't already, please visit My Happy Flow, um, their website, as well as their Instagram to get more information. And But before we wrap up, I'd like to ask two questions. Yes. Um, first question is, if there was a book about anything at all, um, fiction, nonfiction, that you'd recommend to the audience, what would it be? Oh, any book? Well, while we're talking about periods, I definitely suggest you guys pick up this book. Um, Lord, I just saw the book, but uh, it's around here somewhere. It's called The Fifth Vital Sign. And I just mentioned that your periods are the fifth vital sign. It's over there. But that book really opened my eyes to periods, birth, the, the effects of birth control, um, cervical mucus. Like, I didn't know what the heck that, well, I, you know, is this a yeast infection? Is this bacteria? Mm -hmm. Like, am I what? Like, Mm -hmm. what is this? And now just knowing what cervical mucus is and then the texture of it, because you talked about birth control earlier in this um, podcast and some of the natural ways of birth control are, you know, and again, it takes learning your body because yes. now you're getting into taking your basal, temp- your, your basal mm-hmm. temperature yeah. or mm-hmm. the texture of your cervical mucus and knowing if, you know, and that can tell you whether you're fertile or not. Yeah. Um, of course, you have condoms for natural um, birth control. I'm trying to think, am I missing any other forms? the fertility awareness method, you know, tracking your, I'm a big advocate of tracking your cycle just so you can kind of track your symptoms. Yep. Another thing, we are on our menstrual cycle every day of the month. Like it's not just your period. It's every day. Yeah. (laughs) And there's different phases of it. So um, it really teaches you everything you need. I think I really think we need to get together and petition for there to be a class in schools about menstrual cycles. We have sex Absolutely. ed. We need to know about the woman's body. Period. You know? Men and women. <laughs> Men Absolutely. and women. Absolutely. I think we need to petition to get that into schools. I don't know if it's junior high or high schools, but mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, the birth control and the the creation of it was such an easy route. Like let's, mm-hmm. let's convince these women to get on this pill. It's going to yep. take away their acne and their period pain and it's going to regulate it. So they didn't know that one week of this yep. color pills, right. They're, they're going to be bleeding. Right. Um, and they use it as an empowerment tool when really it was a disempowerment tool yep. because it prevented us from learning about our real cycles. Yep. Um, so yes, the fifth yeah. vital sign <laughs> is definitely a book I suggest, especially if you're a mom and you have a daughter and you really want to start having these conversations with her and really start teaching her about her body. Yeah. Um, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, you mentioned the mom. I, I have two kids. My oldest is seven and I was watching him. I heard the show on TV. It was a, some Disney yeah. show where the girl got her period. So I'm like, I know these are about to come. So he came and he was like, um, <laughs> Doing the period Isn't that is. red? I feel like there's some like new like red something. I don't know I if it's a movie. It. I don't know. I just okay. heard it. 
So oh I, I wasn't looking at the TV. So <laughs> I so he came up the questions. He's like, you got a period, mom? I'm just like, yes. He's just like, what, what is it? I'm just like, you know, it's when I bleed every month. He's like, where do you bleed? I'm like, at my vagina. He's just like, is it painful? I'm just like, sometimes it is painful. So he had all these questions and I'm like, oh I was annoyed, God. but I'm just like, no, I want him to like be very comfortable yeah. about periods that way. One day women around him feel comfortable talking about their periods. Absolutely. Kind of thing. So yes, for sure. So I'll put that I, book down. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure there's so many parents that are mortified by that being featured in a <laughs> Yes, but, look but at I was happy. At, I was like, but they're yes. doing it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear that because that, yes. that's a conversation starter right there. Yep. And, and it's about life, natural processes. We need to absolutely. know our bodies. Yep. Yes. And if they, if men get to learn about it that young as well, it's not such a, you know, I think like the whole period blood thing grosses mm-hmm. them out, right? hmm it's, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. And, and so that causes shame in women as they're, especially yep. young women as yep. they're growing up. Um, and so I'm just happy we're in a different time than we mm-hmm. were before. Definitely. We're making strides in some spaces for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and then my last question for you is, you know, life is hard and there's always stuff happening in the world, but I like to focus on joy. So in the past 24 to like 48 hours, What's something that's brought you some joy? Uh, let's see. I will say, uh, and I and I hate to bring it back to my happy flow, but I'm. That's why, like, my tears were of happiness. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like it was happiness. Like God, thank you for placing this on my heart, introducing me to because I I knew about hormones when I launched my happy flow. But over the past year, I've deeply learned about menstrual cycles in a way that I didn't know about menstrual cycles. And so I think that just brings me joy in having conversations with women like you that, you know, uh, you're on this journey, you're, you're on this journey, you're learning, you you got, you a doctor, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I I just have to say as a community, we just have to keep talking amongst each other educating mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. you know especially as it there is not a site out there that you can go to for black women as I know of and just talk about periods yeah. you talk about fibroids yeah. um we do sometimes have the talks about reproductive health but we ain't really talking about periods like that yeah. you know right. um and so that's my goal with my happy mm-hmm. flow I see a void that needs to be filled yeah, we, we're ready. We are so ready. <laughs> and um, just going back to the medical gaslighting, I just hated when I spent time with the OBGYN, who I really loved um, when mm-hmm. I was working with her. Like whenever she had like a normal checkup or whatever, she just, it was no big deal. There, a lot of time is spent in Western medicine as a whole on pathology. So like, is there a disease or is there something wrong happening? We'll give you the time. But if everything is okay, you get no time and no love, you know? And that that can't be it. That can't be just, yeah. yeah. My my biggest thing is women getting proper diagnosis before placing, before they're put on birth control. Because Mm -hmm. here's the thing, if you go in and your symptoms are, of PCOS or your symptoms of is of early fibroid development, like the pain, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been diagnosed and you're just put on birth control. 
and who knows how long you're going to stay on it. Now, say if you stay on it 10 years or longer, that's 10 years that this underlying issue has not gone addressed. Yep. And now we're in a place where when you come off, all these symptoms come back. They're just, they're yeah. just like, people are like, oh my God, I came out birth control and my hormones went crazy. My periods are crazy. I got to go back on. Yes. No, <laughs> like it's yeah. a cycle. Yep. And, it, and it cycles you right into surgery and a hysterectomy at the very end. That's yeah. the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the you know, and, and I want more for us, especially as women of color. So for me, it's more about advocating. Um, I'm not like, okay, that would be a lie. I, w- I was about to say, I'm not totally against birth control, but I'm not going to sit on here and lie on this, pod- this good podcast right now. <laughs> But I am pro getting a proper diagnosis for your pain. See what that underlying issue is before getting on anything, any medication that's going to mask the symptoms for years. Yep. Yep. Ooh, so that that's my, <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my TED talk. I, I, w- I would have never thought two or three years ago, even five years ago, I'd be so passionate about this, you know, um, talking about periods of all things. <laughs> but as I like I'm I'm currently in a hormone health certification. I've taken holistic nutrition. Um and so it's it's more so the passion lies in in my hormone health certification, one of the first modules was about hormonal imbalances in a different kind. And I noticed one of the causes under almost every hormonal imbalance we were studying had hormonal contraceptive like as one of the co- like one of the causes yeah. and I'm like it was under every I'm like no oh. wait they're not te- they're not teaching this in med school because they're teaching this in this certification course. right and <laughs> barely barely yeah and I will say one and I will say I saw like uh, these two doctors on this podcast called hold your ear and they admitted they were like when we were in med school the protocol they taught for painful periods was birth control. Yes. And she said, now that, you know, now that they know what they know now, they were like, why? She was like, why aren't we being taught to diagnose first? Yep. You know, she said, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with birth control because it can treat certain things, but we need to be taught to diagnose the complication, the condition first. So just wanted to put that out there. Definitely, definitely push for a diagnosis, it could be anything, endometriosis, it could be thyroid disorder, again, PCOS, fibroids, yeah. get a diagnosis before you or you put your daughter on birth control. Agreed, agreed. Oh, thank you so, so much, Nicole. This was such a good conversation. <laughs> so many things. I have to like go back and listen for myself. So much you said in here. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your passion and I appreciate all that you're doing too. Like, you're not just, all right, well, I'm passionate about this. No, you're actually providing a solution. So I appreciate absolutely, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I have so much, I'll tell you guys, I have so much more to learn. I'm learning something new every single day. I know I don't have all the answers. I got a solution for you, but I don't got all the, <laughs> but I don't have all the answers. Um, definitely. If you want to learn more about my happy flow, it is myhappyflow.co. You can also check out our Instagram, instagram.com, myhappyflow.co. <laughs> 
um, check out the reviews and read other women's stories. Um, you know, but I hope you allow us to be a part of your wellness journey. Yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything you've heard on the show, please visit www.thebewellsis.com. I'm looking forward to chatting again soon, but in the meantime, be well, sis.